This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time on this glorious, snowy Tuesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. We got a call during the Boomerang Geo show from a, a woman named... Linda? Linda, yeah. And she had called up. Uh, she had called me and uh, wanted to talk about injuries in the NFL. And then uh, a little while later, she called me again. And she goes, what is going on here? She goes, I called 30 minutes ago. I'm a senior citizen. You're keeping me waiting and all... I said, well, like a last kind of lawyer works. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll go to you. And she eventually got on, and her idea was, and she was <laughs> for real, that when a player gets injured on the field in the NFL, roll him to the sidelines, look at him there. Let's continue the game, keep right. it moving. Right. But she multiple times when she when she first called me, and then when she called back, she referenced, "I'm a senior citizen," and then the following, as if you know, because she's a senior citizen, I should treat her. Nicer. Nicer. Okay. And Did I you was reply, like, so am I. <laughs> well, no, what I thought was, I'm definitely going to be, uh, you know, Jerry, I am definitely going to be using that when I become a quote unquote senior citizen. You'll be into the the, the, the senior discounts. I know oh, you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But and, and like, if I have to call like Verizon because I have a, I, I'm a senior citizen here. <laughs> to me, I, what I felt like saying is, you're senior citizen. You got all the time in the world then to hang That's on. That's right. What, what else are you doing Why today? Why am I speeding up for you? I'm putting you to back of the line, you senior citizen. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. But I really just thought, like, I, she made me laugh saying that. Like, hey, a little respect. Yeah, I know. But I, you get that a lot, though. Yeah. Like, I'm old. Treat me well. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had a, I had a, uh, an incident a number of years ago, just an incident for myself that Gina pointed out. Which which really made me think about older people, mm-hmm. and it's not often I learn a life lesson, but we were at a uh, a bagel place in Belmar, and it was one of these places, Jerry. Like it was like a, a deli sandwich place, but one of these places when you walk in, there's like way too many choices, mm-hmm. you know. So we had gotten our food, and we were sitting down eating, and this older gentleman came in by himself, and he was like looking at the thing, and he's like. There was a line behind him. I don't like to Gina. Go look at this guy taking up the line. He's slowing down this whole line. What is he doing? 
And a little while later, I look over. He's still not. I go, he's still? What are we? And she goes, listen. She goes, the guy's old. That's going to be, that's your father. That's going to be you. Mm -hmm. You don't know, has his wife passed? Like, And it, like, hit me, like, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. And from there, I think I treat older people people better. I hope so. Because this is really true for older people. As long people. as they're not rude. Because there, yeah, are, yeah. there are some older people that are just nasty. Yes. But if they're nice and they're friendly and they're just kind of floating through life, you feel right. for them. Right. I should have offered to help the guy. Like, let me decipher this menu for you. You could Because it's confusing, sir. Yeah, you could have done you're that. You're thinking bagel. You're thinking wrap. Uh, you're here for something sweet like a coffee cake. Right. Well, what are we looking at? As opposed to the 7,000 items that are up there. It's too, so many I places. Agree. I agree. So many places. And they I, may have great options, but what, like, you ever go into a... A diner? Well, a diner Which is, is the classic. Where they have all this food, yeah. I don't know. All right, tell me about it. But a place like um, um, Playa Bowls. Yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah. Way too many options. Mm -hmm. Like way too many unless you know you've been there before okay right if you're like a first time or have just been there a couple times your head would spin it's too much we went to i took uh took my son to mj's in middletown friday night and mj's is great it really is a great place i do like it but it's a smaller one than the one they have in matawan so that one's huge enormous because it used to be a, it still is but it used to be a full-on banquet center yeah so it's a really big place. This place is much more of like a bar and grill. So she, the, the girl came over. She gave us the menus. And I, you know, I ordered this uh, the shrimp deal, the shrimp wrap. Then my son orders a pizza. I'm like, where the hell was the pizza? And the you know, the girl's like, she goes, I'll turn it over. And I, I forgot. I wasn't even thinking about pizza. The backside had sandwich, um, not sand, burgers, pizza. I mean, I was like, whoa. Like, how many things do you guys offer? Yeah. Like, it's too much. You sit there, look at the menu for a half hour. Right. Too many options. And, and that's always the thing when uh, when that guy, Gordon Ramsay, used to do kitchen nightmares yeah. where he would go to restaurants that were failing. Right. And all the time, he would take a huge menu and pare it down to one page. Yeah. He'd be like, this is what you're going to do, and this is what you're going to do well. There's, like, three options for our appetizers. Yeah. Maybe four or five options for a main meal, and that's it. Uh, yeah, like get really good at that at those things. But I don't know how. How does legitimately a diner have? I don't know a turkey dinner, fried shrimp, meatloaf, meatloaf, uh -huh. million eggs, a million eggs, sandwiches, wraps, pitas, breakfast meats, breakfast meats. Like I don't know. I don't know how fresh the food is. There's so. So I told you I joined a country club on the last podcast. So I had this conversation just a couple of weeks ago where they have a really nice restaurant in there. And during the summertime, like, I get it. I mean, guys play golf. You go in, you have lunch right after or before. Maybe after a late round, you finish at 5, 6 o'clock, you have dinner. All I, I completely understand that. But I think they keep it open in the winter. And I'm thinking, who goes there? And it's, a, it's nice. It's not like, and it ain't cheap. And I'm thinking... How are you preserving all this food if you don't know if anybody's showing up all week? Like, yeah. What a tremendous waste to forget the forget the money. Just a tremendous waste of food, I would think, unless – I, I don't know. I don't know how you – I think that's how a lot of restaurants fail. They can't figure out how much product they need and what they throw out. Yeah. It, it's not a dress. You know, if you if you run a, a retail store and the dress don't sell, you can sell it back for something to the company that makes it. 
You ain't selling back beef that no one wanted. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I think that's gotta be the biggest challenge when you are opening a restaurant. Yeah. Hundred percent. I even think of it uh, dumb at my at my micro level. Like I was using this uh this food, like my dog, like sometimes she'll eat and sometimes she doesn't eat. Sometimes right. it just sits there and she eats it legitimately 15 hours after I put it out. Oh my gosh. 12 hours. Well, I was starting to give her like uh, some fresh dog food. And then if it sits there all day, I got to throw that out eventually. Yeah. 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 As opposed to dry dog food could sit there forever. Correct. So it's like the frozen food versus fresh food right. situation or. Uh, having a, a a place where you are yeah. selling dresses as opposed to edible food. And by the way, maybe that's the answer right there, is selling and preparing foods that are frozen as opposed to 100% fresh, because you just can't do it. There's no way that you could do it at a diner with all fresh food. There's no, it's not possible. Yeah, like a lot products. of the things we mentioned, like maybe. like shrimp and that stuff's all frozen. Right, I guess. But the meatloaf isn't frozen. The Why turkey is. Why can't you? Why can't know. you freeze beef? Well, but how do you like get it? Like, let's say some. Let's say you have frozen meatloaf. Yeah. And now the recos come in and they order a meatloaf. Right. We'll see you in an hour and a half. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how don't, they do it. I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. Because they have all. I mean, burgers. I get those are frozen, hot, all that and stuff. And eggs, sausage. like a diner's yeah. going through so many eggs, they must just no have doubt. like a mass amount of no eggs. No doubt. It's more the the things you're talking about the the beef, the chicken. The, I mean, I guess chicken could be frozen. You could throw it right on the grill. I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know That's why we don't order. We don't own diners or restaurants. And that, I would tell you that is one place I would not want to take a tour of the kitchen of a uh, diner. I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pass. That Unless I'm never a, eating there again. Can't be a good scene. No. Uh-uh. That's you imagine? Be, no, I can't. There's just, first of all, there's got to be a thousand eggs stacked. Sure. Right? Yeah. Grease cockroaches. Uh, right. Ra- uh, not rats. I was going to say mice. Mice. Yeah. In New York City, definitely rats. Oh, for sure. Sadly. We know that's true. Yeah. It just, We've seen it. I wonder at a diner. If you like, are there certain things that people order like so rare that the waiter or waitress goes in the back and goes, "Someone just ordered the meatloaf." Yeah, steak, <laughs> steak, absolutely. Or I could see the meatloaf. Yeah, someone just ordered a T-bone out there. Yeah, How about, um, they actually want the salmon. Yeah, can right? you just make something look like salmon? Yeah, they want salmon. <laughs> like salmon, we don't have any of that thought out. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you can get it anytime. Uh huh. You could get a meatloaf dinner at 9 a.m. Absolutely. And you can get an omelet at 9 p.m. Yeah. Absolutely. Diners should just be breakfast food and then cheese fries and burgers. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they should be. Breakfast food, chicken done different ways, like as far as like wrap it on a sandwich. And yeah, um, yeah, some sort of burger beef thing like that. No doubt. Again, a nice California burger, bacon cheeseburger, but you keep it to the burger. Do you think the most ordered item at a diner is eggs or burger? Eggs. Eggs, number I, one. I really, because I think diners are mostly busy in the morning. That's what I would think. Yeah. But eggs I, we'd have one. to talk to a, a di- And how come, and this is only my experience from the. From the diners that I've known and known who the owners were, not that I knew them, but I knew who they were, mostly owned by Greek families. Yeah. Why is is a diner a Greek thing? Like, why would it be? I don't know. I don't know why when certain 
ethnicities come to the United States, they take on different, like, they there's businesses that they choose to do that then a lot of them do. Maybe it's what they did back home. I don't know. Or the only other thing I think of is like using Greeks and the diner. When they when Greeks first came here, did they start restaurants? Then their families saw success in that, and then they thought, "Well, I'll go to the United Maybe. States and run a restaurant." It's possible. I don't. I don't know. I have no. I just know. Like I said. Four or maybe I said six, but it's probably like four or five of the ones by me. And one is since closed that actually sold. Um, and they put a big supermarket there. But the four or five around me are all Greek owned. Now, I don't know if that's like that everywhere, but around me, that's what it's like. It's yeah. Interesting. And there was always a thing like you always thought like a 7 Eleven was owned by and run by Indians. Right, which is true in a lot of places and it's not in others. Yeah. You know, I don't... That's what I mean. I feel like it's certain parts of the country where if your family who was here before you had success in it, maybe you know, oh, I and can then come spreads. over and I can do that. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would think the same way if I went to a foreign country and I had some... Like, my brother went over and started whatever and he was successful. Why wouldn't I go try and do the same go thing do in that. a different part of where he is? Yes. It does make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there are businesses like that in foreign countries like... That Americans run. Yes, it's called the terrible Western diet. <laughs> we're gonna bring it to you. We're gonna, we're gonna open up a McDonald's, <laughs> right? Which is what we do. We Absolutely. go to the foreign countries and give them our fast food. No question about it. We're bringing. We're coming with Pop Tarts, <laughs> Cheerios, <laughs> every fast food imaginable, and hot pockets. Yeah, hot pockets. <laughs> hot pockets. Yeah, exactly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 
Jerry, I read something on the internet the other day, and uh, it struck me, and then I retweeted it, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. It's more philosophical. Okay. It was from the uh, singer John Mayer. Okay. In between songs one day, uh, he had this discussion, and I would like to get it. Let's see. It, it, the, the writing is not great on this, so I may stammer a little bit, but it was uh, this uh, guy I follow on Twitter named Billy Oppenheimer, and he always posts these like very lengthy yeah. stories that have a message. And he said, at a show on his solo tour, John Mayer confessed, I wait for most things to be over. I wait for this to be over to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing after that. Everything you love and hate leaves at the same speed. The thing you hate that you have to do tomorrow will be over before you know it. And the thing you're looking forward to tomorrow will be over before you know it. So he said, the one rule I have in my life now is never wish for less time. Waiting for things to be over is wishing for less time. Yeah. But he also made a point while, because I watched the video of when this occurred and he had the guitar and he said, you know, a lot of times when I would go on tour, he goes, I'd be playing and think, okay, how many songs did I play? How many do I have left Mm -hmm. before I could get out of here? He goes, and then I found myself doing it going to shows. Oof. And I find myself doing that going to shows. Yeah, sure. I'll be like, okay, they've already done... You know, they're probably going to do 28 songs. Mm-hmm. They're 15 in. Oh, man, I still have like yeah, a bunch of more songs to go. I want to get. And that's something that you decided you wanted to go to. Right. And that, and for some reason it struck me, but I, I don't know why. Only that, maybe that, I, I feel like I find myself doing that all the time. Rushing the passage of time to get to the next thing. Or to get something over with? Yeah, to get something over yeah. with. I've said that many times. Like, I hate to rush time, you know, whether it's something I'm looking forward to or something that I just want to get over, like you commit to and don't really want to do. Um, and I always say, like, oh, I don't want to rush the day away, but I can't wait for tonight to come. Yeah. Meantime, you've just rushed the day away, and you've sat there and probably stressed yourself out all afternoon as opposed to just show up and do it. It'll be what it's going to be, and then you go home. And you don't think about it too much. Yeah, this idea that there are things on the calendar that you dread. Yeah. And then how quickly they come, come and, go. and go. And then things on yeah. the calendar that you're looking forward to, like a vacation, uh, uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's. Like, I remember thinking, like, oh, man, that's coming up. And it was gone like that. Christmas. I say this every year. Whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Easter, things you're supposed to get together with your family for. As if it's the special day as opposed to a random Sunday where you get together with them. Yeah. And I see, and I, in my life, I'm not saying this is everybody else's family, but in my life, when there are issues with the family, it always emanates from whether it's my mom or my sister or my wife or her mom or her sister. Most of the issues emanate from the women and who's going to get together, who's not. Guys don't seem to give a crap. I don't know why that is, but in our family, I don't know if that's everybody else's, that's what it seems to be. And I will always tell my wife, like, what are you getting nuts about? It's literally one, it's a fun day for sure when it's done properly and we have a good time with with our kids. But you all this planning and bickering and arguing, and literally everybody shows up at 5 and they're gone by 11. It's six hours of our life that comes and goes in a blink and you just created all this agita for two months, why? 
And she'll agree. She says, you're right. She goes, I don't know. She goes, it just happens. Yeah. I, I think you're really good at having things on the calendar. I live with my calendar. That, But that you don't um, stress about until they're actually there and you have to like you're you're not thinking like it always gets me looking when like it will be here on like a thursday or something and and you'll say oh i have rutgers saturday i was like oh who are they playing you'd be like i think we're in nebraska (laughs) i'm like oh my god that would be on my like i've been thinking about having to travel to las vegas for probably since probably thanksgiving oh my gosh and the fact that you don't stress on it and or like i guess yeah stress on it until Hey, I have to go now, get in the car and drive to the airport to go. And I wish I could be more like that, but I think all the time about things that are on my calendar weeks out. Yeah. But they're gone like that. You know, there's a couple of good lessons for me, and they're recent too. I've really always been like that for the most part, but where I learned to stop stressing out about events, if you will, I remember when Compass gave me the Patriots Bills game to do in Orchard Park. I remember thinking, now I had done a million Columbia games, but even going into that, yeah, we were on the radio in New York, but I also knew in the back of my mind, Columbia is not Oklahoma. Like, even if it's not good to start, okay, I'll be fine. I'll get through it and I'll get better as I go. And ultimately, I do think that's what happened. Um, I was not nervous going into the Rutgers gig because I had done 200 or 300 college basketball games already. So I felt real, and I think I'm much better at basketball than football. So I was really good going into that butterflies just from a new job, but wasn't stressed about the job. Was just kind of like excited to get going. Okay. But when Michelle called me, my boss at Compass, and said, hey, can you do Bill's uh, Patriots? I was, yeah, absolutely. Hung up the phone like, oh, my God, that's Tom Brady. That's Bill. Like, wait, at Orchard Park, like I'm calling the game with Brian Baldinger? I freaked out. Like there was a part of me that was nervous as hell. And I remember when I got in the car after the game was over, and the game went well. I did have one screw-up in the game. Not that anyone would notice listening. I knew it. Um, I was like, that was awesome. Like, what was I nervous about? And then it happened one more time when she called me for Cowboys to go to AT&T Stadium. And that was more like I grew up a Cowboy fan. My lifelong. Right, well, that was the next step of it. Yeah. And that one I remember even getting on the plane, like, like, please be real. Like, don't crash. Please get me there. I want to do the game. <laughs> and I remember doing that game, and I, I stayed that night. I didn't go home that night because it was a 4 o'clock game, I believe. I remember going to the bar at the hotel. Like, that was phenomenal. Like, no more am I going to be nervous for this. And that helped me. I remember after that, I did CBS Sports Network used me for a game on TV, which I think prior to doing Cowboys or that Bills-Patriots game, I might have crapped myself <laughs> getting ready for that game. But to me, it was like, whatever I'm doing another game I, you know those two things though really settled me down like Boomer and Geo Live the first one I know there are a couple people around here nervous huh, whatever like we do what we do and there's no nerves it's more excitement right I'm telling you walking into Orchard Park I was nervous like you cannot believe nervous. sure plus a new crew producer I had never met before engineer I had never met statistician I had never met never met Brian Baldinger and here I come walking in. He's like, hey, you must be. I'm like, yeah, hi, how you doing? I won't, I won't screw this up, I promise. <laughs> and it's like you got to prove yourself. Yeah. So those two instances really helped me. Do you think you tend to enjoy things in the moment as they're happening? or I af- try. Or after they happen? No, I really do try. 
You know, the one thing when you have kids, well, you, I'm sure you won't, but when people have kids, the one thing that gets told to you by 4 million people in your life is it goes fast, enjoy it, you know, don't take any days for granted. And I heard that and I really feel like, especially when I started coaching Matthew at five years old, my, my dad telling me, God, it feels like yesterday I was doing this with you. I really felt like I tried to soak in every game, every practice. I really, I know it sounds goofy, but I did. And I looked forward to it. And I remember after each year would pass, my like, well, there's, there's one year down. Uh-oh. And next thing you know, I was staring at his last year in my face. And then he was just quick. And that, like, I'm done with him almost. And so I do feel like I have taken it all in. I've got a lot of photos, videos. I got the game books. Um, so I think more in the moment. Now it might be more afterwards because I get a real kick out of editing their videos after I take them. And I feel like I have it forever. But yeah. Yeah, I think I've done... I think I've done a good job at trying to enjoy them growing up. But it's just sad because they're growing up now. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, see, that goes fast, too. Yeah, I got a 19 and a 13-year-old in the house, soon to be yeah. 14. Yeah. it's uh, That's why the golf thing has been a great find because, you know, I never really played once Matthew was born. And I tried a couple of times to get them out. And they did. They went out with me and my dad and... We would play and eh, whatever they they could take it or leave it. Then they had a good time, but it was more because they were with us. They wouldn't ask to go again. Like that was it. We go once a year, and something just clicked this year with both of them to where I've got two obsessed kids, which is phenomenal, and it has really taken away the sting of not having the sports anymore with them. And now I look at it as we're planning golf. Like our vacation this year is going to be a golf vacation. <laughs> Sorry, hon. <laughs> she doesn't mind. Yeah. And like we're already looking at St. Andrews and Pebble Beach for years to come. Like that to me it really helps. Right. Especially if the Little League stuff is, goes away. Correct. Yes. I figure Joseph's got this year and then four years of high school. And I don't know if he'll even want to play in college anymore because he's so obsessed. I don't even know if he wants to play in high school anymore. He's so obsessed with this game now. So, but at least I've got that. Yeah. And they like going out and playing still with me. So it's, it's good. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So we're saying, Jerry, live down. I try, Al. I really, live in the I moment. really, I try, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through the point of, of things on the calendar that I'm not looking forward to go by very quickly. The same way as things you're, you're loving and you go, oh, I wish that lasted longer. Sure. Go, like a they vacation. Go the, they go the same speed. They do. But they do feel faster. Yeah. And some do feel like if you're on a bad trip or you're having a bad day, that day does feel longer than when you're having a blast and not even thinking about it. Yeah, but I guess I guess looking back on the days, they don't, like, um, the long day, you can't remember all of the long day. Probably. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I find watching TV an extraordinarily painfully long day. Like, I'll look up, I'm like, it's only 4 o'clock. Yeah. Like, I've been sitting here for two hours. It feels like I've been here all day. And a round of golf to me feels like like nothing, and it's five hours sometimes. And it can be really quick, or four hours, or whatever. But it's also what you're into. I'm surprised you have this feeling, because you've done a good job in the last couple of years of not scheduling things anymore or committing to things you don't want to yeah. do. So you've taken that part away. Right. And why would Vegas... I know we got to go. Why would Vegas freak you out from the standpoint of, I think you're looking forward to it. 
like there's no airport involved with the way yeah, we're going. That's true. Yeah, I guess just the length of time. I, I like to get back to my home base. You like your routine? Yeah, I like my routine, okay. my home base. You know, our routine's going to be quite uh, different. Yeah, it's going to be throw it off. Yeah, I but, am freaking out about that a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. I don't like the split sleep thing. It's not, it's just not good. But it's going to be over like that. Just like I was thinking I about, remember like, it's a football life. season. Like, the season's over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. The ho- It was like, the summer over, the holiday's over, and it'll be just like that um, Memorial Day weekend show again. Mm-hmm. That, but that's the scary thing about life. Right. But then that's all that time has, has gone Correct. by. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you sit there and you get really deep. And you're like, did that really happen? Did right. we do that? That's what the photos are for. Exactly. Otherwise, you can imagine you did anything when yes. you didn't. That's why back before we had uh, cameras that we were carrying cameras all around. I mean, there's there's probably like 1996. I might not have a single photo. Yeah. Oh, I believe right? that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like a single memory that pops right up from 1996. I'd have to be like, hmm, where was I working? Right. In the meantime, I'm in, it's only uh, January 16th. I got 130 yes. uh, photos on my phone already. Yeah. You know, all from sports and golf and yeah, I know. Yeah. So we got those memories. We do. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 